Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another TV edition of Sci-Fi Watcher, where we talk about the show Final Space. Glad you could join us again this week. My name is Corey Charette, and my friend Mr. Brian Lee is here with me. Brian, what's going on? Hey, Corey. Good to be here once again. Back again for another episode of Final Space. Let's rock and roll. I'm ready. Chapter two. Great title for episode two. February 17th, 2018, with the usual cast of characters. Yet again, written by Olin Rogers and David Sachs, but this time Jane Becker, Becker helps out. Directed by Mike Roberts and Dan O'Connor. Now, Gary and Avocado leave the ship. Because <laughs> Gary is stuck on the ship, so he can finally leave the ship, but he only has five hours or his brain will explode. Yes, that's that was kind of a you know, nail biter, I yeah, guess. That's called Escape. <clears throat> that that was called the movie Escape from New York. Or Escape from LA, the sequel, Escape from LA. Or New oh, York. so you think that's you think that's where they got the reference? I don't know. One of those two. I can't remember. It's probably Escape from New York. I remember they with uh with Snake in that film, they had put something in his neck and he had so much time to get I think it was the first one, get the president out or whatever like that. So then they'll deactivate it or he'll go or the uh carbon copy lockout. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i liked lockout it was a carbon copy he got sued mm-hmm. exactly but okay so yeah so obviously hugh decides to say you okay you can go but you got five hours so they go to the planet um i th- i think this episode is a little more uh, i say gory gruesome the whole idea where gary gets inside that alien skin suit yeah uh, they ramped up the comedy on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, more more slapsticky in this one. I mean, that was her horrifying when he was in that suit, that skin suit, and then he falls. And uh, well, no, he wasn't falls. He fell somewhere, and a thing identified him and sent him back to his old house. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's home. Mommy's home. The husband comes in. Oh, we thought you were dead. And I'm like, oh, that's just messed up. <laughs> It's so messed up. I mean, I mean, and then the part, of course, where they're fighting over mommy and they rip the suit off of him. It's like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about traumatizing for those kids. Oh my god, it was so hilarious yet so disturbing at the same time. <laughs> um, we also got to see uh, Quinn as yeah. well back on Earth, and she was investigating some crashed Infinity Guard ships. Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing that's going to come into play further down the road because it was just like, it was like, okay, why are we talking about this now? I don't really care. Let's get back to, to the other story. Well, what, what, back to that for one sec. What do you think about her sidekick, Tribador? Was he, I feel like he's annoying. He's annoying. He, does he, like, he, he agrees with everything, but he questions it. I'm like, it was cute for like two seconds, and then it's like, shut up, please. Um, he reminds me of this '70s guy from Laugh-In. Do you know the guy I'm talking about? The um, yeah. He was kind of. I don't think he was gay, but he sounded that same voice. Yeah, I I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, but I feel like he was just kind of a tribute to that, maybe. Maybe, but he was annoying. It was cute for two seconds, and then they kept doing. I'm like, yeah, this is old. Yeah. They could kill that character off and it wouldn't matter. Yeah, I mean, episode yeah. they they could just just pretend it didn't exist and go to episode three and just pretend that character never existed. Do the uh, Jar Jar Binks thing on it. Mm-hmm. That's all. Just Jar Jar Binks it. Boom. Jar Jar Binks it, yeah. We find out that Avocado's kid is being held prisoner by 
the little bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, we also get to meet um, Conan O'Brien. He's in this episode. Uh-huh. It's one cameo. He's he plays Clarence, the guy, the shop owner, that gets him the papers. Yeah, yippee. <laughs> um, and he does the old timey voice, something that you know Conan does about, on his yeah. show. Yeah, it's just Conan pretending to be you know one of his characters on his show. Yeah. Um, what else we got here? We had a lot of action going on. Um, you know, he meets up with Lord Commander mm-hmm. for the first time. Um, they had some exchanges. They had this stupid quip about I'll murder your face on <laughs> what he said instead of murder your face off. Um, Gary gets his arm ripped off. Oh my God. That was just like, what? Yeah, that was gruesome. Kind of a, a Star Wars type of thing. But that's the hand, though, not the arm. Yeah, robotic replacement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, a little bit. I mean, it's a stretch, but I'll, give it to me. Give me some points. But yeah, I was yeah. just like, whoa. I thought they were just going to plug it back in afterwards and call it a day. Oh, and then um, the Galaxy One is intruded by somebody with a mask. We find out it's someone named Nightfall. Mm-hmm. I think it's future Quinn. I was thinking that too. I was like, why is Quinn here? But it's not the same Quinn. Yeah, I think it's future Quinn. She I called have... herself Nightfall. It's future Quinn. I, I was looking at it because I'm like, she looks a lot like Quinn, but like a little little older. Like, yeah, I was like, I don't know. Well, I don't know who she is, but what the heck's going on? But I like, I think I will go with your theory. I think you're right. It's future Quinn. And then she implants uh, Kevin with some kind of chip and said, you're going to have to save the galaxy one someday. So, so obviously she is from the future because she knows what's going to happen. It's kind of like the princess Leia. She, she put something into R2D2. Remember? Save me, Obi-Wan. You're my only hope. Right. There's no time travel involved in that, but yeah, it's, 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 you're right. It's the Leia R2 thing. Yeah. We had the whole falling from the catwalk thing. That seemed like that felt that that gag ran for too long. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, the best part is when they landed on top of the ship. <laughs> on like, top of the ship that had uh, the uh, skin uh, suit parents. Mm-hmm. And he uses the wiper and knocks him off, but Gary's arm is still stuck up there. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and then also Avocado basically does surgery to install a robotic arm on Gary. Uh-huh. That was kind of that's a little bit gruesome. Yeah, this episode An- was animated gruesome. gruesome. Yeah, this episode was a lot more gruesome than the last one. Little, yeah. little more PG thirteen than than I expected it to be. I mean, it's doing its natural progression. You know, the stakes are getting a little higher and higher. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the uh, the little boy is voiced by the guy from The Walking Dead. Yeah, Stephen Young. Stephen Young. So there's your other famous person, semi-famous. Yeah, don't doesn't really matter to me. Like David, granted, love David Tennant, but uh, uh, didn't sound like him. So I'd like I have no investment in the, into that part. Yeah, and like I said um, in the past show, I mean the colony is is hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's off, sometimes it's really off. Um, the joke "I will murder your face off," "I will murder your face on" was kind of like okay. Mm. 
I think the whole the whole mommy exploding thing when the kids pulled the suit was probably the best part. Yeah. The whole thing between Avocado and uh, Gary about being brothers and friends. I was, yeah. Mm. I could have not needed that, so. Yeah. I don't know. I like I like Avocado, though. I like that character. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I hope they kind of become buddies a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a stretch, though, because he was a bounty hunter, and then all of a sudden he decides to confide in Gary. Of all people, yeah, that's the weird thing. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm here to get Mooncake. Uh, oh, never mind. I'm your buddy now. We'll, we'll save Mooncake. Like, wait a minute. Like, 22 minutes ago when the episode started, you were going to kill him and get Mooncake. Yeah. Um, the one thing I hope gets answered later is all those captain's logs he's doing and sending off to Quinn. I want to know if it's like being sent, like nowhere. Yeah, I wonder if it's even being sent. I mean, he is a prisoner, so maybe he doesn't get contact because no one's sending him messages either but of course we don't know if he has any family or friends out there and uh i haven't seen it yet but maybe something happens where you know he meets up with quinn and then he goes have you seen all my videos and then he's like oh yeah i deleted those as soon as you sent them out <laughs> <laughs> you sent them to the wrong person <laughs> yeah i mean you're right it could be something like that um, what do you what do you think about hughes being reprogrammed I'm curious to see where that goes. Cause she, she loads something on his screen and you know, reprograms him. I don't know. I liked Hugh as he was, so I don't know if it's going to be a good thing, a bad thing or indifferent thing. I mm. will have to see how that goes next episode. Yeah. But it's gonna be interesting to see where this show goes. Uh, I did want to say one thing though. When we had the previous clips at the very beginning, I had a space dandy kind of feel with that. Yeah. It feels like that. It was just the way they did the cuts and they're like, here's what's going on. I'm like, that's Space Dandy to me a little bit. I'm like, I like that. Yeah. Space Dance was a cool, or, or uh, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Same thing. Haven't seen yet, which we will see eventually. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I ha- had that kind of feel. I like that. Was there anything about this that was Red Dwarf-esque, you know? I mean, I was expecting some sort of Red Dwarf-esque stuff here. I mean, sci-fi comedy, that's the place I go. For television, mm-hmm. nothing's jumped out at me yet. I thought maybe some of the robots were kind of more. No, nothing, nothing really, nothing yet. I mean, there's a cat on the ship, but <laughs> I mean that's yeah. a stretch. It's not even the same type of of cat in terms of mannerisms. Right, right. That's yeah, true. I mean it's more of a 2001 thing more than anything, if you look at it that way. Uh, so what are your thoughts on this show after watching two episodes? Uh, I'm I'm more into it now. Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that it was a little more PG-13 without mm-hmm. going over the top gory. Uh, the humor was a little bit better. There was, Like you said, there's still some wah, wah, wah moments, and there were some really great moments. Mm. But it's growing on me a little bit more. I want to I know. We're, the beginning starts as a flashback again. Now we're down to eight minutes of oxygen for Gary as compared to last week when we had only we had nine minutes. Like, Oh, yeah. That's, I'm a like, good, that's a good observation. I'm assuming every episode is one minute closer to running out. So it's like, I'm like, what happens when he runs out of oxygen? Do I don't know. Maybe Mooncake shows up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it more than I did last week. What about you? What are your thoughts? I am too. Like I said, it, it ramped up a lot on this episode. They got all the exposition out of the way from the first 
episode. So, yeah. Well, you always have to have some sort of origin, some backstory. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of happy it's go it's progressing pretty well here. But still have eight more to go for this season. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for more. I am too. And of course, next week we'll we'll get some more. Of course, I want to thank Mr. Brian Lee for being here. Brian, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter. It's at Brian Says. And you can find us at sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. Links to all our social media is out there. You can also email us, sci-fi watcher at sayproductions.com, or leave us a voicemail, 774-327-2948. 774-32-SAY-IT. And there's tons of episodes out there at the website, sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. Go over there, check everything out we do. We do a movie episode once a week. We have TV episodes. We got so much stuff out there to make you want to throw up. <laughs> Maybe not throw up, but at least you'll enjoy it. All right, guys, that's it for this week's episode. I want to thank everyone out there for downloading. Until next time, have a good one.